when he rolls, uh, where he hovers out, he doesn't really, when he yes. hovers out, the, the X-Men uh, animated series music plays, right? Okay. And, I'll and, uh, on that. Yep, it does, because I, I noticed it. And, um, <laughs> of course you did. Welcome to Repeatable, a podcast where we check out something old and decide if it's worth coming back to. I'm your host, Seth Wilkes. I'm Matt LeBlanc. Hey, Matt. It's been a while. It's been a, a bit. How has your summer been? Ah, busy. Busy, busy, busy. I'm probably the main reason that we haven't been uh, meeting up. I, I moved. <laughs> but I also know we're both busy dads and... You know, the the school system has decided they don't want to look after our children during the summer, so. Anything uh, nerdy that you've been up to that our uh, our uh, diehard, rabid fan base might be interested in? Uh, not really. Um, I've been mostly focusing on moving and then the uh, dreary task of unpacking everything. <laughs> uh, I, I I am actually very excited. I'm for the, we moved from a small apartment to an actual house that I have the entire basement as my studio. So I'm I'm very excited. I'm not sure what it sounds like recording audio wise, but I'm excited to have the entire uh, basement to myself. So I'm in the middle of trying to. It's an unfinished disgusting dungeon of a place that i love so i'm looking forward to getting it all set up so i'm i'm nerding out about that i saw dr strange oh did you yeah a little little bit of a shrug for me but it was was good it was entertaining for the time (laughs) It, it has good moments right yes it got very sam raimi like the second half it was good but it was like not like amazing yeah, I is I I enjoyed it. We'll see if it's I I probably would be one I come back to again just because I want to see if because I only noticed the Sam Raiminess in the second half when it started to stand out. I'm kind of curious uh, if I'd notice it more in the uh, the first half. I um I'm, I accidentally uh, started reading in succession um, a bunch of books by uh, Drawn and Quarterly. You know, the, okay, uh, yeah. from Montreal. I, uh, I got a, a book called, uh, Fictional Father. So yes. I started reading comic books that are a little bit outside of the, uh, superhero punch, that kind of thing, right? I, I was like, oh, I'll just read some, uh, different ones. So it was, a uh, Fictional Father. And it was, uh, that was pretty good. And then, um, I went and read, uh, Clyde Fans by Seth, not you. Mm-hmm. Um, Gregory Gallant. Yeah. And then um I'm currently reading uh Blankets by Craig Thompson. And that's uh it's a sort of like autobiography of a brief moment in his life also reflecting on his childhood and stuff like that and that's that's sometimes a a harder read as well. Yeah. So uh, yeah, there's there's, uh, there's some tough moments in there. And I just got back from uh picking up a bunch of other random comic books from uh this one guy who was selling them online. I wanted just one comic book cuz it was Alan Moore. And then I uh, ended up getting eight other ones that he threw in. So, so has there uh, any, uh, been anything in the news lately, Matt? No. Oh wait, well, maybe something. <laughs> <laughs> no, this was a good uh, good weekend. Obviously, uh, San Diego Comic Con uh, went by, and they were showing a bunch of stuff. Marvel laid out there like uh, 
film and TV plans for like the next 16 years. Uh, but <laughs> is that for they, is that for real? I didn't see it. So is that for real or is that sarcastic joke? No, no. They they uh went and they have uh the rest of this year. Obviously, I think there's only like a few more TV shows, and then uh, Black Panther comes out. Amazing trailer, by the way, if you haven't watched it. Um, mm-hmm. and then they have all of next year fully done so that you have all the movies all the tv shows and then going into the following year uh they have some stuff and then like it, go, it goes into 2025 so oh, okay so a lot of stuff like that but surprisingly they actually had some updates and some information regarding uh x-men 97 Yes, which uh, as anybody that has listened to our show before, we've been going through the, but that, that was what we started out doing, is going through the uh, old 90s X-Men show. Check out earlier episodes if you're interested in seeing what that's all about, but we're, we're still think, we're going to plug, or yeah, we're still going through that, um, but it's uh, all been in lead up to, to this moment, this, this uh, show that's coming out, so... Uh, what what did they say? I didn't catch it at all. So tell us about it, Matt. Ding 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 ding. Previously, on X Men, uh, they talked about first of all, there's a release date, so we actually know what uh, how <laughs> the crunch time for getting the rest of the seasons done. Uh, fall of next year comes out. It's already been uh approved for season two. Oh. So they must be uh, must be liking what's coming out of it. Yeah. So it's uh, the, again, I don't have a. I can't see anything here that says like how many episodes per season, but they do say that uh, it's coming out in fall twenty twenty three. Uh, there were some images that were uh, released, but there were I think most of them were like taken off of screens and stuff like that. Uh, right. But it's like yes, yeah, uh, confirmed for season two, and we weren't sure because remember we we were talking, we we're like, I wonder if it will have. Uh, if it kind of will gloss over the the later seasons that aren't as well loved, I guess you could say. Like, yeah, I, I, I for sure have seen stuff in season one, season two, but like when you get to like season five, I'm not sure if I've ever read, uh, sorry, not read, ever watched those ones. But uh, it does say that when uh, when it comes to this season here, it's going to start off with uh, Magneto leading the X-Men because uh, Xavier is off planet because I guess that's how it ended uh, in season five. I've, I've never seen season five, so I don't know what led, what led to that, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll find out. But when it comes for X-Men news, though, honestly, there's, uh, that was pretty much it. There wasn't like a whole lot, but it's, it's interesting that already, like you said, it's already two, we, we know there's two seasons. We have, it's coming out 2023 fall, and we know that the later season continuity, if you will, does matter. Yeah. And as far as uh, episodes, I feel like the age of like like twenty six episodes is kind of done. I feel like it's oh, probably yeah. going to be like in the six to eight range. This would be my complete guess. Well, there was a a big surprise when we, they were at the the San Diego Comic Con because they were talking about um, all the shows. One of the shows, uh, by the way, is Daredevil: Born Again. Uh, but that, that season is getting 18 episodes, which is, uh, which is unprecedented for, mm. uh, Disney, right? So, uh, I can't, I can't imagine this show having 16 episodes or having, uh, may- maybe like 10. I-, I can see maybe 10, right? But that's probably yeah. it. 
they say any indication on rating? Because those Netflix shows, they were like mature rating. No, they didn't have any uh, any indication about that. They didn't say any like age range or anything like that. Now, mm. uh, I was gonna say, obviously, you said that you saw uh, Doctor Strange, right? So again, yep. when the uh, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen the new <laughs> one, uh, when he comes out, uh, Xavier, right? The music that's playing. Yes, Xavier comes out. He's uh, he's he is gay in the uh, Marvel. Uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, when he's a uh, but the, when he rolls, uh, when he hovers out, he doesn't really when he yes. hovers out. The the X Men uh, animated series music plays right. Okay, and, I'll and, believe uh, you on that. Yep, it does because I I noticed it and. Um, <laughs> Of course you did. Did you, uh, did you, have you been up to date with the latest Marvel television series that have been going on? Uh, last one we checked out, I did watch Moon Knight. I think that was the last one I checked out. So I didn't see the, uh, uh, the last, I didn't, what's it, what, uh, Miss Marvel? Marvel? I didn't see that one. Do you want a, uh, a very Go small spoil spoiler? Me. Spoil, spoil me. I don't care. <laughs> There's, uh, they talk about her, uh, genetic makeup and how it might do stuff with, uh, her, her being able to do things. And then the one guy said, I was looking at it, he's like, he's like, it's like you have a mutation in your genes. And then it literally goes, ding, 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 ding. Oh. <laughs> I was like, did they just play the X-Men song? Right, can we stick with spoilers for Miss Marvel, uh, for a second? Yeah. Yeah, because uh, in the comics, her powers are like uh, more like stretchy girl, stretchy Mister Fantastic type powers. What is her, what are her powers in the show? I think they changed a bit, don't they? Yeah, it's more like uh, cosmic. Uh, they're trying. I think they're trying to make more of a connection to like actually like Captain Marvel, right? Yeah. Um, and so it's kind of like she has these bracelets that can go and. Uh, Enhances something that's already inside of her that lets her oh, control. Okay. That lets uh, her control. Hence, hence the mutant thing. Okay. Yeah. How you feeling, Marvel wise? You, you okay? You feeling a little bit of fatigue? Well, <laughs> I said there's a lot. Like I said, there's a lot going on, right? Uh, I feel like this people is a common. I don't know how excited like, I am a- anymore. Yeah, it feels like a little bit disjointed when it comes to stuff, right? Well, here, here Seth, you're si- you're sitting down, right? I I podcast standing up. Thank you. It's good for the diaphragm. <laughs> it brings uh, whatever, but blah blah blah. So the let me go, let me go through this for you, okay? So okay. the the rest of this year, um, I think there's like She Hulk. There's a Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special. There is uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever. That well, Wakanda Forever ends Phase Four, right? Oh, okay. That's phase what, November. Yeah. Okay. Do you want me to take you through Phase Five? Please. February seventeenth, twenty twenty three. Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantumania. Spring twenty twenty three. Secret Invasion. May fifth, twenty twenty three. Guardians of the Galaxy three. The Summer. Echo. The Summer as well, Loki Season 2, July 28th, The Marvels, 
November 3rd, Blade. Fall of 2023, Ironheart series. Winter, Agatha, Coven of Chaos series. Spring 2024, Daredevil Born Again. May 3rd, 2024, Captain America, New World Order. July 28th, 2024, Thunderbolts. November 8th, 2024, Fantastic Four. Uh, May 2nd, 2025, Avengers, The Kang Dynasty. November 7th, 2025, Avengers, Secret Wars. The Secret Wars ends uh, Phase 5? Well, sorry. So Phase 5 ends at Thunderbolts. Phase phase 6 begins with uh, Fantastic Four. That's uh, a lot of shows. Yeah, I said there's a there's a there's a few in there I'm interested in seeing, <laughs> right? But yeah, well, uh, for me, I used to live for like the Marvel releases. I I could not wait for the next Marvel release, and now I'm I feel like it's going to take a bit to get me back back into the excite that or maybe that maybe that excitement's gone, but I don't know. It's going to take me a bit to get back into that. There's some stuff I'm excited for, but like, uh, we might be going to see the new Thor movie tonight, but it's kind of like, eh, we'll go see Thor. It's not like, oh, I can't wait. We got to make some time. Yeah. Right? It's yeah. It was while, for so. Thor Ragnarok. It was like, we had, we were like, let's, we got this planned out weeks in advance. We're, we're going and we're, we're, we're counting down the days. But yeah, I, uh, I probably will not catch Thor. Maybe I'll, I'll, I'll probably I'll watch it when it comes out on Disney Plus. Maybe we'll see. We'll see. Uh, some of that stuff's interesting. I am really interested in Fantastic Four. Interested to see what they do with it. I though, Seth, I'm not sure if you want to segue yet, but I said from a for a DC property. <laughs> uh, in a, uh, next week, uh, this they start to come out with uh, the Sandman series. Oh, okay. Yes, yes. Sandman. So that, that's a uh, a a book a booky uh, series, isn't it? And uh, it's it's going to be on on the what the kids call Netflix. And uh, <laughs> there's uh, I'm I'm so excited about that. They've been showing so many like trailers and stuff like that. Um, there's been some things where I've noticed they've had to make like some changes where I'm like ah. But I guess like I, but I've also heard like the reasoning behind the changes too. So, um, but no, the, for people who don't know, starting, uh, well, it won't be next week because this doesn't come out till like Friday, Saturday next week. But, uh, that's, that's going to be one of the new things that we tackle. Is it not? We're going to be looking at, uh, Sandman that's coming out on Netflix. Yes. Tentatively. If I think it's absolutely awful, I won't continue it. But yes, I, I have not read the Sandman series. Uh, you recently have, right? Within the past year, you got the big thick tome of comics from, uh, from, uh, I almost said Alan Moore from Neil Gaiman. Yeah. Actually, I think it was January. I don't actually, I don't, I don't think it was. It feels like it's not that long ago, but really, I think it was January of uh, last year or the year before. They are the years kind of blend together now. Um, mm-hmm. That I got that, and uh, yeah, this is I said that's probably one of my favorite stories in arcs, especially especially when it comes to comics, but just in general, it's just a fantastic um, 
story. And then I was just, uh, I'm just super excited to see this again. We can watch an episode if you're like, well, this is bullcrap. I'm never going to watch it again. That's fine. But I'm interested to see. I mean, I am interested to see for someone who like, I will go in there being like, oh, I love this show. I love this adaptation. I love how they did this compared to someone who's coming, going in blind. I would like to see how, how that plays out. Right. Yeah. It's, it's sort of funny because like the more I see trailers and the more I, uh, remember stuff from it and, and whatnot, uh, <laughs> I, th- I start thinking like there, there's so, like, I'm, I'm not like a big like horror guy. Like I don't like a lot of like, like gory stuff and whatnot like that. But I'm like, man, there's a lot of stuff in the comic itself that, uh, I'm interested to see how it is brought out in the series and i'm interested to see like how i'm gonna handle that seeing it visually play out (laughs) right Mm -hmm. compared to it just being something i read on a page because there's like some stuff in there that uh i'm like about but but when it comes to the the casting i said that i feel like uh they've done a great job with uh the casting um just from like the voiceover work there they have two uh cgi characters there's uh Matthew the Raven by Patton Oswald, um, Merv the Pumpkin, uh, by, uh, Mark Hamill's providing the voice for that. So I think th- I'm excited about that. There's a character in there named Gilbert and Stephen Fry is going to be playing him, which I thought was the, uh, perfect person for that role. Mm-hmm. Um, like there's a few things that like I just really, uh, that I see that they've made the casting choices they've made that have make me, uh, very excited. Well, we'll, uh, um, look forward to that. So the, it'd probably be, a, you said it comes out this, this weekend? When does it start? Yeah, no, it comes out next weekend, August, the, next August weekend. the 5th. Okay. So I'll, tr- I'll try to get, uh, make that fit into our schedule. Uh, as, as most things I watch these days, I watch it on my phone while my child falls asleep. Uh, cause I have to sit, <laughs> in the, in, sit in the room, sit in the chair with him while he falls asleep. So I'll, I'll probably watch it then. And, uh, then we'll do, uh, probably, uh, spoilery, uh, you better have watched this, uh, type commentary on it. Yeah, for sure. And I, I said, and part of me, like, I'm conflicted because, like I love the series and stuff like that, and I like I'm like, do I go and like revisit it and like do a quick brush over read through just to remind myself of things, like, or do I go in with this that little bit of forgetfulness, right? The it's been a little bit of time that has passed in between, and maybe there's a few surprises in there, but I'm not sure whether or not I, how I want to approach it. Okay, well we'll we'll check it out, and I also eventually do want to read the comics, so maybe. Uh, probably won't be before the series comes out, but yeah, I, I, uh, the Sandman is something that I, a property that I've been interested in. So I, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be happy to be the, uh, the abbot to your Costello of, uh, of this, uh, experiment. Wonderful. And I, I, I cannot express to you how excited I am for, uh, for this. That's good. Okay. Um, how do you feel about adaptations in general? Like, are you, because I know you, you kind of mentioned you're hesitant about changing things, like they're changing some of the storylines and elements like that. So how do you how do you normally react? Are you like the purist that's uh, doesn't want the creators to stray from the source material, or are you more okay and forgiving with changes? Uh, I like I understand that there has to be. Uh, 
some sort like when it comes to like you can't translate everything over it doesn't work right i feel mm-hmm. I think I've mentioned this before. I feel Scott Pilgrim does a fantastic job of turning six books into one movie. I think mm-hmm. it does a very good job of getting to what the core of what the main issue is. Um, for this movie, for example, I know they talked about, uh, cause John Constantine or Constantine, depending on I've heard different pronunciations, um, has a role in this, but instead of him, they've, uh, replaced it with uh joanna constantine i'll say that um and it's the this is uh neil gaiman has addressed it saying it's because uh there's like a flashback episode because there's times in the past when the when stuff happens and so they wanted her to play like a young like a ancestor of herself and then like the modern day version of the person right and so there's like that uh they, like that's so they've condensed a character or two into one person instead of having the multiple characters. Which again, I I understand that, right? I understand the reasoning for that. Uh, still, I was like, this, right? But I but it's still going to be hard to see uh, so, some of the things change. And I'm also assuming they're going to modernize it and have some stuff happening uh in the 2022 world not in 1988 world when uh this was released i'm of the uh i'm i'm usually more okay with uh with changes to the source material again if it serves the story um adaptations and and whatnot things need to be different but yeah i know a lot of people can get very upset like you, you said, Scott Pilgrim. I know there are lots of people who are very upset that it wasn't like six or even seven. Like I, like you know, they split the, usually split the last book into two movies. There are people who are upset that they didn't do a, a movie per book. Um. So, well, with this one too, they talked like uh this. Sirius has not been without his controversy for casting as well. Um, Lucifer plays a role in the series. Uh, an actress named Gwendolyn Christie is playing the role, right? Which people believed, uh, male should have been in that lead role, in that role. And, uh, the, uh, uh, Neil Gaiman just said, well, technically speaking, there's not, Lucifer's not really gender specific. It's, but yeah. so he went and, uh, did that. Um, they, uh, this one, this one really confused me because they casted um, someone. Uh, their name is Mason Alexander Park to play Desire in the book. Um, Desire it switches forms between looking like a female and looking like a male. Like it just depends. They can just switch forms back and forth. They don't have a set gender, and so mm-hmm. they hired a, non, a non-binary uh, actor to go and play the role. And people were mad about that. I'm like, well, that's what the whole point of the role is right that that made no sense to me and then they uh they casted a a woman of color to play death uh and that got backlash too because they felt uh that the because in the comics the person uh had a very pale skin right Mm -hmm. so but like but again like these are little things that like like those things don't bother me at all right those are just casting choices to make the role better it doesn't i don't feel like you should just take a picture hold it beside and it has to be that 
Yeah, it's like uh, what they do with Sherlock Holmes. The uh, Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock Holmes physically looks nothing like the description of Sherlock Holmes. Sherlock Holmes in the books is always supposed to be tall, lanky, a hook nose, uh, just a very different description to Robert Downey Jr., who's uh you know shorter stockier blah 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 um and but he captures the uh i i think he, from what i know of sherlock holmes he captures the character like amazingly just that like pompous arrogant uh snobbish know-it-all-ness yes yeah uh, so i I think you need to cast based on, like, who will be best in the role, not necessarily who's going to be, uh, you know, meet the description, but may not actually have the the charisma or whatever to pull off that character. Well, and to be quite fair, Neil Gaiman wrote the series, and he's very closely, like, he was in there with all the casting. He was there when they were filming. I mean, like, mm-hmm. it's... I understand it's a project that's out there in the community and people feel an attachment to it. But at the end of the day, it's, you can't say it's not his, right? Yeah. He, he wrote, he wrote the thing. So if he feels that that character can, uh, be played by someone better that doesn't match the physical description he drew at the time, then yeah, let, let him do that. <laughs> okay. Cool. Well, I have a question for you if we want to transition to something else. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, uh, well, I'm not sure how far this discussion will go, if this will end up, uh, sticking in, but, uh, sticking in the episode. But I am curious what you, your thoughts are on something I've been, uh, gnawing on. So we've called this show repeatable, this podcast. Just the idea being that we go in and look at something that we, uh, once enjoyed and we, we just say whether it's what we've termed repeatable, whether it's something you can come back to and enjoy, something that holds up, right? Yes. Um, so, but my main question is, is like, what does it mean to be repeatable? Um, cause I know that here's the example that I, I have been, uh, thinking about. I, I can't remember the year. I think it was 2019. Uh, Into the Spider-Verse, when that came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I loved that movie. And it was like, it was one of those movies that I came out of the theater and I just wanted to turn right back around and, and walk back in and watch it again. It was just an yes. amazing movie. And I was like, this is, I, I need to watch this again, like immediately. Uh, so obviously, if we hadn't been discussing it, I would have said, yeah, that's repeatable. Then fast forward a few months, it came out. We bought it right away, uh, bef- like when it was video on demand, not even on streaming. We bought it and sat down and got 15 minutes into it. And it wasn't, wasn't nothing changed about the movie. Nothing changed about my enjoyment of it, but we paused it at a certain point for whatever reason. I can't remember why. And I've just never come back to it again. Um, so I guess my question is, what makes something repeatable? Because in that instance, it has uh, everything that you would say, well, it's a repeatable movie. But if I didn't actually go back to watch it or finish it again, is it really repeatable? So does quality make repeatability? What What are your thoughts on that? Well, it's hard, too, because I'm the kind of person who, like... Uh I love humor. I love comedy. 
right? Like there's a lot of shows that I um, thoroughly enjoy watching, um, movies I love watching, but like I'm not going to go back and watch uh, Stranger Things, the new season. I'm not going to watch that back again, mm-hmm. right? I watched it once. It's been a couple hours watching that. It was great. I watched it. It's done. It was fantastic. I loved it. I especially the last part there. Um, would I say in a sense, like if I had to watch it again, I would probably like it. Yes, but I would not purposely go back and watch it where I feel like, uh, a comedy or something like that will make, that makes me laugh. I feel like there's certain, uh, shows that like, especially like that, that to me, that's sort of like a weak spot. If it's something like, like I've talked about before, like the, the Shaun of the Dead, the, uh, Hot Fuzz. Uh, I can watch those movies countless times. Uh, Robin Hood, Men in Tights, Naked Gun. Uh, there's something about the, the humor that is, makes something more repeatable for me. It doesn't mean they're better movies, <laughs> right? For sure. I can, I can, I cannot with a straight face tell you that, uh, Robin Hood, Men in Tights is better than Stranger Things season four. But when it comes to what's repeatable, I can repeat that. Uh, those movies over and over and over again. I can repeat Back to the Future over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite movies of all time is The Godfather, but I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't know if I can, re- if I was repeated constantly. Like every every five years or whatever, you're like, I'll check it out, or or even ten years or whatever. Yeah, that's the thing. I'll go. There's certain shows where yeah, I'll watch it, and it's like, and I. Love it. It's like, it's like, this is high up on my list of things, but like, I would, like, again, I would tell people The Godfather Part One is probably my favorite movie. I've watched it two or three times, but as every time I do, it's very meaningful. I'm very impressed by it. I'm always in awe of it. I also really like Goodfellas, and I've watched that movie. Several more times than The Godfather because it, I find it easier to repeat. Mm-hmm. Like, it, so there's that weird conundrum. It doesn't necessarily, just because something's repeatable it doesn't necessarily mean it's better <laughs> than, than the other thing. Right. Yeah. Well, I, and then I, I would say it's, it's not based on quality, uh, at all for, like, I mean, not, it's not based on quality at all. Like, there are some things that are legitimately repeatable for me. Like, I, I, I have an, a desire, an urge to come back to them. Uh, and uh, looking at it from the outside, I know, like, this is not the highest quality of movie, but for whatever reason, I, I gotta come back and watch. I'm not sure if you've ever seen, uh, I can't remember if it's John Carpenter or what, uh, Wes Craven, I think it's John Carpenter. Um, John Carpenter's uh, in in the Mouth of Madness with no, uh, Sam Sam Neill. Uh, it's it's one of those movies that I'll every now and then I'll just be like, oh, I got to put that on. It's uh, it's horror. It's uh, it's schlocky. It's very uh, very cheesy. Uh, it's it's semi one of those movies with like amazing practical effects and makeup oh, yeah. and all that uh but it's 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 not the highest of quality movies you'd pr- it's probably a 
60% on Rotten Tomatoes or, <laughs> or or lower, probably lower actually, but it's one of those movies that for whatever reason it's it's stuck in my head as like it's, it 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 grabs me and I need to watch it again and I have no idea why that is. I know sometimes there's just something about a show that just really gets you. It could even be like a chemistry between certain characters. Um I I find that I'm bad for Let's say, like, there's, like, obviously, if you watch uh, something that Marvel or Disney puts out, you're going to get really good quality. You're going to get a lot of effort put into it. But something about having, like, there's certain shows on YouTube that I will play over and over and over and over again. And it it has to do with the uh, accessibility factor, too, of having a phone with you. And it's just something that you can listen to while you're doing other things. Like, uh, I enjoy, uh, I've shown you before a few of those pitch meetings, but I, I can listen to those pitch meetings over and over again. There's, uh, mm-hmm. uh, BuzzFeed Unsolved when they used to do, uh, they used to do true crime investigation, uh, things, but there's two guys who did banter and stuff like that. I said, I will, I probably listened to each one of those, uh, shows. They're about 30 minutes each. Probably like 10 times, I would say, probably each one, just over the course of the years, right? Just because there's, there's something that, like, it's just, I can just, oh, I'm going to be doing this. I'll put that in. And it's just like, you, you can, something that you know you can laugh and enjoy. I know since we were with true crime, but like, <laughs> uh, there, there's that familiarity of it too, right? Where mm. if there's, there's certain shows that like are so good, but like, uh, they're so, but the, if it, if it leaves you feeling sad and depressed at the end of it, you're not. It could still be good, but you're you're probably not going to be like, oh, I want to do that again. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm sure there are those type of people though who that is the their idea of repeatability is something like that. They like. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And again, yeah, that, like, that's that's where repeatability. I'd say it's probably very subjective. Oh, for sure. Like, like if I went and, uh, like, for example, I'm reading, I've just mentioned, I'm reading that, um, blankets is what it's called. Um, it, it's, it's, I went in blind, so not knowing anything about it. It deals with, uh, some heart issues that I was not expecting, um, to deal with, with reading it. I'm, I'm reading through it because, um, the story is so well done. But I can't, like, I can't, once I'm done with it, I can't imagine necessarily picking it back up again. Because it was just, it's, I know, like, going through a second time, knowing the feelings and the hard stuff that I'm going to have to go through, um, I, like, knowing that preemptively makes it hard, would make it hard for me to pick that back up. Going in blind and having to go through it just because I wasn't ready for it, but I'm, but since I'm here, I'm just going to go through it, is different than knowing you're going to put yourself through it. Uh, I guess there's no answer. <laughs> but, no, uh, no, there, there isn't really an answer. Different for, different for different people, but it's just interesting that I guess you would, I guess I've always just assumed, yes, this is high quality Therefore, it's uh, we mark it as repeatable, uh, and I guess I don't think that's going to change. I think uh, I don't think I'm suddenly going to start like because ultimately I might not. You might not know in the moment what is repeatable, um, even though it is high quality. You might not. You might like I said when I came out into the Spider Verse, I wanted to see it immediately, but 
months down the line, four months later when it came out, no, not really much interest in uh, revisiting it. So basically what I'm saying is, people, you can't trust us. If we say something <laughs> repeatable, it's not necessarily true. It's not something we necessarily come back to, but yeah. Not sure if that changes anything for us and how we do this show, but it's it's interesting to to think about. Guys, give uh, the Morlocks a try. Just because <laughs> it wasn't for Seth, it might be for you, right? So let's uh, get just give it a go. Yeah, I mean it. it they're Matt's favorite characters, so you know maybe you should trust him. He loves him, his Morlocks. He's got a poster <laughs> above his bed of uh, Callisto. <laughs> Every day I, I try it when I put my daughter to sleep, I go, sleep, sleep. <laughs> but but she said, it's not working yet. I just figured I got to get the right frequency, right? So, yeah. <laughs> that would be uh, a nice superpower, wouldn't it, for parents? It would. Yeah. I'm, uh, I am look. I I am looking forward to getting back into the X Men fun too. I, I did. Ha- I did have a lot of fun going through that. I am. I am interested in uh, going through season two. Um, however, we approach it. This is one that we're discussing because I said season one was like you know we'll go through each episode, but we're going to be discussing how we're going to go through uh, season two because I'm not sure if like uh, when you when you're going through seasons of a TV show. I mean, it's weird to say to someone, "Hey, I loved episode." six of this tv show that is repeatable but one through five is crap right (laughs) like you know you know what i mean there's there's, there's, we have to figure out a way to approach that that makes sense uh we did to the first episode first season we wanted to really dive in deep but we're going to try to figure out what to do for the subsequent seasons yeah we were going to discuss it offline but apparently we're doing it now i i do want to watch all the episodes and i feel like doing this podcast is kind of the only way I'll actually do it. Um, yeah. But yeah, I don't necessarily think we need to discuss one, each one in, in depth. And there are other things that we want to get to in terms of discussion. So mm. I don't know. I, I feel like we'll probably do something, which we will discuss offline. We'll do something else where we <laughs> are still going to discuss all of the X-Men episodes, but it might be more of a, I don't even know if it's going to be a, a season per episode or maybe we'll just break it out into chunks, but, uh, you'll, you'll hear from us eventually, uh, folks. We'll let, we'll let you know what's going on. And now it's been a bit, Seth, but you, do you still remember your line at the end of what to do if people need to contact us? Yeah, for sure. If, uh, if you have any thoughts about what we've discussed or any thoughts about what you'd like to see in the future, uh, you can shoot us an email at repeatablepod at gmail.com and we'll, we'll take it into consideration, get back to you. And, uh, you can always check out our Facebook page at repeatablepod on Facebook and, uh, we'll try and give updates there if, in case things change or, uh, you know, whenever the next one is going to be coming out and what that topic is. Wonderful. I was going to do the Bane voice, but you know, maybe I'll, I'll save that for the X-Men. That's uh, obviously Bane go ha- goes hand in hand with the X-Men now. Exactly. Yes. We'll save that for, um, hopefully never again, but you know, when, <laughs> whenever we'll be, we'll be back soon. Listeners we will be back soon. <laughs> <laughs>